Welcome to the Fabulous at 50 podcast, where we are changing the aging narrative. I'm your host, Joanne Newadak, and I'm thrilled to bring you stories that matter and celebrate your place in the world. As an advocate for lifelong learning, health, and women's empowerment, I believe it's never too late to live the life you've always imagined. Through lively and informative interviews with inspiring guests, we'll explore a wide range of topics relevant to our global sisterhood of vibrant, inquiring women just like you. Join me for today's episode and let's start changing the aging narrative together. Hello and welcome to today's episode. We are here reflecting on 2023. We're going to have a bit of a conversation. I have a few questions to help prompt you to reflect on this past year. And I'm going to be sharing some of my own reflections. Now, initially, I was going to have a guest, one of my dear friends who's been part of the FAB community for years. Unfortunately, she's not feeling well and didn't feel up to doing this recording. But since we can't really reschedule an end of year um, interview, because it's the end of year, we're going into New Year's in just a couple of days. I decided that it was worth getting on here, having the reflection and sharing with you what I can from my own personal experiences, but more importantly, giving you some prompting questions. Do you ever reflect on your past year? I know that so many of us over the years, you know, especially for New Year's, it's like, what are your New Year's resolutions? What do you want to do in the upcoming year? But really, how do we, how do we decide what we want to do in the upcoming year? If we don't look back, right? We don't want to live our life looking back and living in the past, but it's like driving. We want to be driving forward, but every once in a while, we have to look in the rearview mirror. We need to know what's going on. Where have we come from? What have we been doing? What have we learned? What do we want to take forward with this? And what do we very happily leave behind? So first of all, I do want to apologize. I haven't put episodes out for the past couple of weeks because I got quite sick. And I was too sick to be on camera and you wouldn't have liked to hear me. My voice was sounding pretty bad and I was coughing quite a bit. So I needed time to heal and have some uh, self-care. So you may have experienced this yourself. There's so much illness that has been going around in the last little while. So if you're sick right now and you're listening to it, I'm glad that you're letting us into your life. And if you have been recently sick, then I'm glad you're feeling better. And I, I just, I'm thrilled to be back and I'm looking forward to the new year. So next week we're going to do more of a, what, what do we want to welcome or setting our intentions for 2024? But for today, let's dive in and unpack some of 2023. I'll share some of my experiences. And honestly, I'd love to hear some of yours. If you want to reach out, you can go to our website. There's a little chat box that you can go to and send messages. It's not some weird AI robot that's answering you. It actually goes to me and I promise that I will answer usually within 24 hours. Um, Of course, on business days, not when it's in the middle of the holiday or the weekend. Although sometimes I do, sometimes I do, but let's jump in. So the first question that I've lined up for us to answer tonight is, what are we most proud of? 
Is there something that happened over this year that you can think about? Maybe there's a whole bunch of things. Maybe you're sitting there going, I don't even know what I'm proud of. So this is your time to think about it. And honestly, I recommend that you write it down. But if you're not set up to do that right now and you're listening in or watching, then please just take a moment to reflect as I share mine. So what am I most proud of? I would say two things. First, and I'll share this a little bit later, I've had a couple, you could call them health challenges, definitely well-being challenges over this year and chronic enough and significant enough that they could have sent me to a dark place. And I'm really very, very proud that they didn't. I believe that I've had really positive mental health and that I've been able to use the tools that I know and the tools that I use for my own clients and use them for myself. And I've also reached out to some really incredible um, practitioners to give me support as well. And I've been able to stay above the line. And so I'm, I'm really proud of that, actually. I think that's something we can be proud of. I, um, now, I'm going to add in there. That doesn't mean I didn't have times where I was feeling really down. What I'm proud of is that I reached out and got the help and got myself up again before it became an issue. So that's what I'm really proud of. The other thing that I'm really proud of is how my family and I worked together through a difficult time to disseminate my dad's belongings, to go through and pack up his house. It's a challenging time. You know, I lost my father in uh, October of 2022. And that had been a long, uh, you know, long, but it had been quite a tiring period of time where we were really on. We were, you know, at his bedside and giving him the support he needed. And so, and it was getting close to Christmas. It was near the end of October. And we all thankfully just said, we're going to pause things. My brother had been living in the house and we just said in March, we'll do it in March. So last March, this past March, we got together. And what I'm proud of is even though there can be times when like siblings, like, ah, you know, there's a little bit of craziness or difference of opinion. When it came to this work, we really pulled together, like really pulled together. So I'm proud of that. I'm really proud of that, that we did it in a respectful way and respectful to each other, respectful to my father. And part of that, was that we then sold the house. We're getting it ready for to sell the house. And what I'm so thrilled about and proud of is that we sold it and went with our gut feeling to choose the family because there was a bit of a, a, thankfully, a bidding war. We chose a family that have been just amazing. They've been renovating the house and treating it with great respect. So that's what I'm most proud of. What about yourself? What are you proud of? My next question is, I have down, what did you learn over this past year? Now, this could be something that you learned that was like a classroom type setting, like in a formal setting, or it could just be that you learned something. And, and I hope this isn't, you know, sometimes people go, I learn not to trust people. Now, I'm not trying to mock, but that, that is coming from a place of hurt and down kind of victimhood. And, and we can feel victimized, but we want to raise above that. It's like, what did we learn from that? 
maybe we learn that there are certain people in our life that are not meant to be there and they're not supportive. And instead, we learn that these other people were amazing, right? We want to flip it so there's a positive side always. So what did you learn? For me, personally, I learned many things, like many life lessons, but specifically, I signed up and did learning in a more formal way. I did an energy medicine course, practitioner course, through the Eden Energy Medicine, and it was four very intensive weekends. So four, four, four days, full days, four weekends. So if you were to break that up and say, I was taking just a couple hours a week or something, like it's many, many hours. It was a lot of work. And that's what I learned. I was, I learned to bring energy medicine practitioner work to my clients. And I absolutely love it. I love what I do with sound practitioner work. I love what I do with belief reparenting and positive mindset. Um, I love what I do, you know, first and foremost is um, metabolic balance, being a metabolic balance coach and leading women through a comprehensive program where they can shed the pounds that are weighing them down and all the stress that's weighing them down. All of that I loved, but to tie in the energy medicine as well, incredible. Because what I was first and foremost doing was learning how can I, I use this work for myself? So those that have worked with me, or if you're in the fab soul circle, you've already learned a very simple daily energy routine and, um, and, and seeing the results. I mean, so many of the women are saying just like how much more enlivened they feel throughout the day with this simple less than 10 minute routine. I've been blown away. So that's what I learned today. What about yourself? Not today. This is what I've learned over this last year. What about yourself? Is there something that you can think of that you've learned? All right, next up. What are you grateful for? What are you grateful for? Now, we can probably sit here and write down and just, and it's a really good exercise if you don't already have a uh, gratitude practice, then I highly recommend doing something like, what are you grateful for on a daily basis? Or what are you grateful for? Or, or you could sit down and literally list dozens of things. But right now, what is, what's just one thing you're grateful for over this past year? I'll take a moment to think about mine. Sometimes it's harder when you only are thinking of one. I know that I am beyond grateful for my family, my blended family. I have three children. I have two bonus stepdaughters. And then I also have extra bonus, you know, girlfriends and boyfriends of our adult children. And I am so grateful for the times that we have together with them. Now, when we're doing gratitude practices, we can be grateful about all sorts of things. We can start off writing what we're grateful for. It's all the family and all the, what I call sometimes the lovey-dovey things. But then we can get down to the small things. I, I did a really cool gratitude practice with um, Sharon Karn, who is the woman I learned my uh, sound practitioner work with. And she had a challenge and I'm going to be doing a gratitude challenge in 2024 with my community. So I'm just going to put a little plug in there. If you are not 
yet part of our Facebook community, if you use Facebook, then please go to Fabulous AT50 Sisterhood and ask to join our private group. We're going to do a bit of a gratitude um, challenge in there. And it's kind of fun when you do things like, what household item are you grateful for? Right? Like things like that, that, yeah, I don't really think about it, but really like I'm grateful for being able to turn on a tap. I'm grateful for my refrigerator. I'm grateful for my boiling kettle. Like there's so many things that we can be grateful for. So let's move on to something else. Um, The next one is more about being willing to look at what sometimes is the negative side of things. What has been challenging or disappointing over this last year? We all have disappointments. We all have challenges. So let's be honest and just reflect on those as well. What might yours be? For me, well, I would say my biggest challenge and disappointment this year has been with the health challenges or the wellness challenges, I'd like to say. I have had migraines off and on, the classic migraine where I get a visual aura and then I get the headache. I've had those off and on throughout my life with, with, you know, with the pain, that type of migraine. And, and they just happen periodically and I've been able to manage them. But this year I started having some really odd um, experiences where I wouldn't just have a headache. I might or might not have a headache, but I started having some vertigo as well. So with some research, it turns out that there's something called vestibular migraine. So people sometimes get stomachache and all different things when they have migraine. Mine happens to be some vertigo. Now at its worst, I literally couldn't walk more than two houses away from my own house. I could function in the house for the most part, but being on a computer even, not more than 10 minutes, it was crazy. So that was really, really challenging for me. And the disappointment was that there was many physical things that I like to do. I love walking. I love hiking. I love kayaking, that type of thing. I couldn't do it. And added in there, the other thing that was a challenge was that, and this was was kind of ironic. It was a day I wasn't having vertigo and I went out for a walk and I was so excited and we're walking along, had my dog. I tripped on the curb, went down really hard and injured my ribs. So that was, that was a challenge. So the disappointment with that was that was just going into summer and I had like six weeks where I couldn't do physical stuff. So it really was a wake up call that I needed to slow down and do a lot of self-care. What was your challenges or disappointments over this last year? And more importantly, how have you overcome them? Or have you? Have you reached out to talk to a trusted friend, to a practitioner, to a therapist? Have you got the help and support that you deserve? I took a lot of time to heal myself. I've seen a chiropractor. I've seen acupuncturist. I've been working with the energy medicine. I've been watching what I eat. I go to bed earlier, a bit of a night owl, but I purposely go to bed earlier because I know sleep is big. I drink my water. So there's lots of stuff that I've done to overcome. And I mentioned before is that I've worked a lot on my mindset. I've used a lot of like belief repairing where if I'm feeling down that day, I really make a choice. I can choose this 
and something that's draining me, or I can choose thoughts that are going to be uplifting. It never denies the situation I'm going through. It's just, I change the experience of it. So if you need support with that and you're not quite sure where to get it, please contact me. I am more than happy to sit down with you, give you a free consultation, whether you choose to continue working with me and I have the resources to support you, or if I can recommend somebody else, please reach out. Now, I'm going to go a little bit faster on these next questions. Those first ones, super meaningful. These ones are, what new habits have you started? Have you started a new habit that's supporting you? For me, I started doing the daily energy routine on a regular basis. It took a while at first because I would remember to do it a couple times a week. Now it's as I brush my teeth and either just before or after getting dressed and changed. And sometimes I do it in my pajamas. I do my daily energy routine and it's made a phenomenal difference in my life. So that's a really fun one. What about what has been a really fun memory? So a fun activity, what's, what is some fun and laughter you had over this last year? Mm, For me, there's quite a bit. I can think of some family dinners when we sit around, when the kids all get together, they get talking and, and just playing off each other. And that has been beautiful laughter. And I have two really close friends, both involved with Fab at 50. One's moved out to the coast. And whenever she's back in town, the three of us get together. My goodness, the laughter. Like it is so healing, so healing. So if you yourself have not had a lot of laughter, I highly recommend that you join our community, join our Fab Soul Circle. We have so much, it's laughter, it's support it's friendship. It's so much fun. And we all need that. We all need that. Now, what else should we ask? I have like, I probably have like 18 questions here I could be asking, but how about, hmm, let's see. My last question for this is going to be, I like this one. No, two more. Along the lines of what memories you have of some laughter and fun, <clears throat> what were some of your most meaningful experiences over this last year? Right? That might be spending time with somebody. It might have been a meaningful time that you were just walking in nature and you just felt alive and the sun was shining on you. They can be very simple. Or maybe you've won an award. Maybe you're, you've done a great job at work or, or in your community or spiritual community or your church. Maybe you're recognized in some way. What has been really meaningful for you? For myself, I would say, I mentioned before that I was really proud of the way we packed up my dad's house. I would say that was also meaningful. For me, um, to have that connection with my family, and 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 to do that that type of work, also very meaningful has been moments when I've received like a testimonial. I received a testimonial from a client just last week, 
And I knew she said, oh, I'm going to send you a little something, like a little testimonial. And it's very common in business to say, can you send me a testimonial? And people say, you know, I, you did a great job and it, it's lovely. But this one was super heartfelt. It like, it really went, wow, I've, I've impacted this person's life more than I can imagine, more than I even was giving credit for. So to me, that is meaningful. Those, those moments are meaningful when we know that what we're doing in the world supports somebody else. Like to me, that is super meaningful. Everybody else is different. Maybe you did a beautiful piece of art or did something creative. Now, how about we end on this one? It's kind of fun. What energizes you? Like what gets you enlivened? Did you do it this past year? And if not, are you going to bring it into next year? So this is my segue into saying that next week, we're going to do a similar episode where we reflect on what are we looking for in 2024? How do we not necessarily, you know, our resolution, this is what we're going to do, but really like what is going to be meaningful? What, what do we want more of that we experienced this past year? And what are we willing to shed and leave behind and replace with newer habits? And how are we going to take those steps? So I do hope you join me for that episode. But in addition, on January 9th, we will be resuming. That's Tuesday, January 9th at 7 p.m. Mountain Time. We will be resuming our Fab Soul Circle gatherings. They're online gatherings. We welcome women from all over the country. And really, it can be all over the world, depending on time zone. That's, that's the one limiting factor there. We will be doing self-care on January 9th. But then the following uh, week, seven plus nine. Oh, yeah. I think it's the 16th. So I believe it's Tuesday, whatever is the following week, the 16th, we will be doing a discussion on what do we want to welcome to 2024? What are we looking forward to? We may do a little bit of a reflection, like the work we just did now. And what are we looking uh, for 2024? And I invite you to come and join. If you are not part of our newsletter yet, then please go to the website, fabulousat50.com. And you can join the website and you also get a free download, 21 Ways to Energize Your Life. And in the newsletter, you will always be kept up to date on what events are going on and how you can join in our community. And I do welcome you. And I've really loved having this chat, chat, I'm going to do like little air quotes. And I do wish you all the blessings of this season and all the best for 2024. And I do also um, really deeply hope that you take some time to reflect on 2023 and in a sense, count your blessings and, and find things you're grateful for and look back on any of the challenges you've had and know that you are that much stronger. You're an amazing woman. You are a fabulous woman and you're not alone in your challenges. We're all here to bolster each other up. So take care. Thank you so much for tuning in today. But before you leave, I'm curious. What pearl of wisdom are you taking away from today's episode? I do hope it held some inspiration or information for you to live your best life. If you are not yet part of our sisterhood, I invite you to join our community by visiting our website, 
fabulousat50.com and you'll receive a free copy of our ebook, Make Mind Fabulous 21 Ways to Energize Your Life. It is packed with loads of tips and tricks. Plus, if you haven't already done so, please subscribe to this podcast and leave us a review to let us know what you think. Remember, keep choosing fabulous. It's never too late to live the life you deserve. Catch you on the next episode.